0: Welcome back to Let's Talk About It with Sons and Daughters. I am your host, Arden Bavir, and today I'm joined with my brother, Addison Bavir. Hey, hey it's, Arden. It's great to have you on. It's great
1: to be here with you. As
0: always. I was actually expecting you to jump in during my oh, really? intro because normally I do feel normally like you do. I do normally do that. Do I did that. that to Julie too. We yeah. recorded
1: an episode earlier today and I did that.
0: Just tries to throw me off, but we Which are going to- Which I did throw you
1: off by not doing That's it. That's actually so very mission accomplished. he's
0: just trying to get into my head now. All right. Older well, brothers.
1: Uh, well, awesome. That's how we do
0: it. <laughs> I'll keep it going. Um, but today we're doing we great, have, though. By the I, way, I, just want you. To know. I was like, "This still, is a really good." I'm I mean,
1: still... <laughs> despite everything I've thrown at you,
0: still trying to get it back on point. This is
1: actually very relevant to what we're going to talk about today. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, what are we going to no, talk you, about you, today? No, no, you no, no to I not Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm not trying to steal this from you. All you right, got it.
0: Well, I'll set it up. I mean, because today we're going to continue our series as we're going talking about this season on a higher way of being, but in practical stents. In practical sense, and so Stints what is and that?
1: sense both? Oh, wow, well, yeah, there you like, go. You Look need, at that. You need, there are stints, and then it's also a sense. So yeah, that's well, good.
0: Well, good. I I knew that all along. But, you did. um, so today we're going to be talking about self investment because mm. I think that is a huge thing. And you know, kind of reason being for this, and we've talked about this before, is a lot of people uh, have probably grabbed a hold of the idea of the spiritual side of a higher way of being, but they have a hard time putting that into practical steps for their life. And so wanting to dive into this idea of self-investment because this was something that you did really well for yourself, but then also you challenged me very well into getting myself to one read books and and listen to podcasts and things like that and really set up a plan. Um, So that's why I was excited about having you on to kind of talk about that practical side of things to better yourself in order to step into this higher way of being.
1: Yeah. Cool. So that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Well let me let me ask this just to kinda of get things started. <laughs> so I'm like thinking a bunch of different things as you're sharing this. I can see that. I'm trying to figure out which direction we should like well, you're gonna. Choose well, a direction. I'll start going with questions, and, and then you yeah, can okay. you can go from there. But you know how it is when someone asks you a question, you can yeah. take it a lot of different directions. Yeah. So that's I mean yeah. Well, let me ask you this that. question, then mm. I'll get it
0: started. Is what are some practical ways? Because I know I mentioned a couple of things, but I remember like very clearly that one day when you sat me down, it was at mom and dad's house, and you were like, "Hey Arden, what is the vision?" For the next five years or mm-hmm. the next year. And yeah. I love what Lyle Wells talks about. This is like we oftentimes under or overestimate what we can do in a year, but we underestimate what we can do in three years. And I think that's really important in looking at your life to have this plan and vision. And you gave me those practical steps. So what yeah. are some practical steps that people can do?
1: He, he, also, he also says we overestimate what we can do in a day. Yeah. And we underestimate what we can do in a year, mm-hmm. too. Uh, so I want to rewind just a moment before we go there. Go back to the whole idea of spiritual. Yeah. Because I think a lot of us, we um, we were raised to have a split-level view of the secular sacred. And so we have the sacred elements of our life, which is like quiet time and prayer and church and Bible study and youth group and stuff like that. And then we have the secular, which is essentially everything else. And It it keeps people, this split keeps people from understanding how, who we are as far as our, our spirituality, the nature of our spirituality, which is really what it is to be energized by the spirit. Like that's really all it is it's the highest level of human functioning it's us flourishing and living the way god designed us to flourish and live so it applies to every area of our lives something else that lyle wells talks about man what lyle's getting some lyle has got some shout outs today if you guys want to go check out yeah, five, lyle, day 5 day leader course on the messenger x app messenger x lyle wells that's not even in the notes but it's a really good it's a really good course um, it talks about ridiculous routines yeah and how if if you want to see something amazing um, in your life, you need to pursue a ridiculous routine. The challenge is a lot of people don't have a vision for their life. And so they don't create routines to reflect that vision. And I've ha- I've heard, as I've had conversations with a lot of people in their 20s and 30s, and I have felt this tension in my own life, like, well, I don't really know what I want to trade my life for. I don't know what I want to take seriously. And what I would encourage those people to do is I would say, pick something, just pick something. I know that sounds like ridiculous, but pick something, go after it hardcore, like develop ridiculous routines toward that proficiency, toward that learning, toward that idea, toward the pursuit, whatever it is. And then in three months, six months, one year, 18 months, two years, three years, if you determine, you know, what this actually isn't right for me. I really wanna do this other thing. You will transfer with you all the learnings, all the grit, all the strength, all the perspective, all the nuance that you captured during that year. The one thing that you don't wanna do is just sit still and not do anything and not develop yourself. Yeah. So I, I would encourage people, the first thing is like, you need to have a vision. You need to realize that like God created you with gifts, with talents, with abilities. And a part of your discovery is not actually having all of the answers, right? So people think, I get all the answers, then I discover. And it's actually backwards. Like You get the answers as you discover. Mm-hmm. And so what I would encourage people to do is to start discovering, like just start searching, start looking, um, start exploring interests, practices, habits. Um, and then it'll, it'll work in tandem with the idea of a vision. Yeah, for their lives. So, but some pra- like some practical things that they're related to all of us. No, well, and can I
0: even say yeah. something off of that? Because I've been challenged with this idea: is
1: you know, I wanted to play golf
0: for so long and still love to play golf. But when I was pursuing golf, I actively would go out to the golf course for four or five hours the other day. And I remember I was reading scripture, and it was talking about Paul talking about. I train my body yes. as an athlete does. And he yeah. talked about that dynamic of him equipping himself spiritually as an athlete does in order to preach and proclaim the gospel. And it really challenged me to the point of I looked at my life and I said, you know what, it was really easy for myself to dedicate four or five, six hours a day to dedicating to golf. But when I switched into ministry, did I see that same routine and practices that yeah. I established with golf? Switch over to what I was doing in ministry, and it's because I didn't see it in the same way. And I think that's something really powerful. We got to understand is we've been called as athletes, basically as as yeah. ministers of the gospel, and regardless of any sphere that we are in. We are supposed to train our body in that way. And so as you set up those routines, you'll watch, as Addison will say, it will transfer. Like you'll have it ingrained into you um, when you understand what the vision is that you're going for. But
1: having that mindset really, really kind of reflect and challenge me. Yeah. Well, even like back in the day, which I'm not one of those people who's like, let's go back to how things were in the old days because i'm really not even that old i can't even say that but back in the day you had an apprentice who would attach him or herself to a master and the apprentice's responsibility was to learn the routines and the ways of the master not to figure out oh what am i supposed to do with my life blah blah blah. it's like no actually just go learn some things and then through your learnings you're going to discover something about yourself and it's going to help you direct or redirect your life. So, I was talking with Asher, who's, you know, my oldest son. He's almost 13, and we were talking about the things that he really wants to invest himself in over the next 5 years. Mm-hmm. I made it clear to him like, look, there's there's only so many things you can do. Like ridiculous like there's only so many ridiculous routines that you can have. So, you need to be choosy about the ones that you want to make a part of your life. And so, we we talked about a few of them and we're kind of you know, winnowing out some of them where we want to flesh out others. And that's his decision. It's his call. I'm going to come alongside him as his dad and champion and encourage him. But ultimately, like, this is him learning what it is to be an adult. And I do think um, a lot of people confuse the grace of God as, and Willard, there's a great quote from Dallas Willard about this, but basically the grace of God is something that delivers us from effort, but it doesn't deliver us from effort. It delivers us from earning. Mm -hmm. And there's a big difference. The grace of God Partners with effort, like we give God what we have, and He multiplies it and does what we wouldn't be able to do in our own strength. Yeah. Um, and there's even, if you look at like the spiritual disciplines that have been practiced for, I mean, you're reading this book yes. right now too. Right so down, so you're, 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 yeah, we're reading <laughs> yes. it. We're both <laughs> reading right now, and and um, and it's just it's amazing when you look at church history and you see the impact and um what what they were able to do because they embraced these disciplines, and we hear that, and we think like discipline's a bad thing, but the truth is you can't become a master at anything without discipline mm-hmm. it's just it just doesn't happen,
0: yeah. And, and discipline, like there's a point within discipline where it's like your passion will eventually, whatever you're pursuing will eventually kind of subside a little bit. And those disciplines allow it to actually continue to fan that flame yes. and understand I'm still moving forward. I've got these things set up. So yeah. I do want to jump into some practical because practical I think we're, things, we're yeah. talking about a lot of self investments. And I think that's really great for people getting a vision for their life. But then when they have that, or even right now when they might feel like, well, I don't know fully the the scope of what it could be so maybe how do i pursue into different areas like maybe if i want to go more into
1: like a leadership role or business how do i pursue those things well there's a there's a lot of different ways sorry i was already saying that uh, there's a lot of different ways for people to do it and it's never been easier and it's never been harder to do it it's never been easier because we have access to more we've ever had access to it's never been harder because we've never been so stinking distracted distracted. because (laughs) we have access to so much so i mean practically practically people um can there are there are books to read right like that's that's my thing you know like i'm i'm an avid reader um i love reading i love the benefits that the direct and indirect benefits that i get from reading there's tons and tons of online courses and online content in every single area of expertise and study, I mean, every single one. There are podcasts that you can listen to. There's so many, but if you're looking at a specific career, specific career path, I, I strongly recommend that you search out a mentor, someone who has, um, who's either in that field or who has done something similar, and reach out to them. I'm finding as I'm, you know, as I'm 30, so I'm 35 now. Probably 36 when this podcast comes out. I know. Or this episode comes out. (laughs) I know. I'm getting old. So old. gosh. So I'm finding that as I'm interacting with more men in their 60s, just because, like, I'm now. You're so close to 60 now. uh, That's not what I said, but (laughs) I am closer to 40 than I am 30, and that's stinking weird. Uh, But. I'm finding that these these men and women who've gone before us, like they've entered a season where they're looking for people who want to be poured into, and that old maxim about the the um, teacher showing up when the student is ready, like it's very true. So if you ready yourself as a student and you create an expectation, a longing for that, God will bring that person in. You'll have eyes to see that person, and you need to step out in boldness and ask, but. I think that, like, learning from someone else's experience, you you kill two birds with one stone, like, you grow and you learn, and also people who are in that season of life, often they're looking to um, to make an impact or to continue what God's given to them by investing it in someone else. So yeah. you're actually doing them a service, too.
0: Yeah, and that's what you did to me. Like, I mean, I wanted to, to really, as Right when I was getting started within the ministry, and you just sat me down and you took me through everything that I needed to do, and I think that's really important to one find a mentor. And then, like you said, ask them. Like I, I remember I was talking to my friends recently, and they said, you know, we we asked some people to be our mentors, and he said we felt like we were proposing to them, basically. <laughs> like it's a it's an yeah. uncomfortable ask, but as you've said, there are people right now that honestly want to pour into others, and so finding a specific person to to hear the 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 failures. To hear the successes, to hear the things that they did right and wrong um, is really good. But then also like something that you've always done as my brother is there's that idea of having a truth teller in your life. And I think that's a huge part within self-growth is that you can have someone as one. I think a mentor is always great that you can go to and that can really speak into specific situations. But then also getting a truth teller in your life who's someone who's gonna call you out and just be like, hey. I'm I'm noticing you're getting a little distracted. I'm yeah. noticing you're you're not, you know, pursuing this thing as are we wanting to. And so I think finding that as well in your life is really good and you know sometimes it could be the same person, but I think oftentimes uh, a truth teller is going to be someone who's maybe more involved in your life on the on the day-to-days. Um, I know I've had people that have called me out on stuff and yeah. said that I don't think you're in your lane anymore. Like, that's not the, the place you need to be. And so I think that's a really great place where relationships can come into that self-investment of you taking that time to build and develop sure. those relationships um, not only just read a book uh, but or listen to a podcast yeah. but then go deeper and and take the knowledge it's that good. you just learned from a book from a podcast and and be able to have that conversation with a mentor that's going to be able to honestly put some of that stuff into action and into form
1: yeah and and also just going out and doing what you can do this idea of of us growing in a vacuum is just like it's bogus like it's, we, we talk about like self-help or self-growth or whatever. And the truth is all of that only works when we see our lives as part of something greater than self. When we start to see the intersections. I mean like you look at a, the idea of a business for instance. Businesses thrive when they create value for other people. So a business that isn't other-centric when it's a service business is a business that does not have long to live, right? So When we're talking about our growth, we have to realize that we grow together, and that's so good. What you're saying, like you need to invite other people into your growth experience, and don't just make it this, you know, private journey because you're insecure or you don't know what to do or you're scared of asking, you know, the wrong thing or the right thing. Like people, like that's okay. Like that's a part of the growth process. Like I remember when I uh, when I first stepped into the role of CEO of Messenger. I was so scared of people realizing what I didn't know. Which you s- stepped into it at what age? Twenty-four. Yeah. I was so scared. Which
0: there was a lot that you didn't know, but you were scared of that.
1: Yeah, and and my initial response was to like hide what I didn't know, right? Like put put on a front. Uh, but I I realized and I had to realize it very quickly out of necessity, is that like my responsibility in that moment was not to isolate myself. My responsibility in that moment was to get out there and meet people and learn and be developed and make connections and build relationships. And that's, you know, and that's how I learned and that's how I developed. And so we can shrink back and make a small world or we can reach out and expand our world.
0: Yeah. And I think that idea of staying curious, like I, um, I'll i just, I'll go ahead and say it. The Minnesota Vikings, I'm a big Vikings wow. fan. I'm going to go there. Um, they just hired a new GM. And honestly, this, this gentleman is, You know he's he's a younger guy as for a GM, Um, and I loved it when he first came on and had his initial you know interview around it. Like hold on, you're such a hardcore fan that you watch you don't even who watches the
1: interview of of the GM? Like who even cares about the GM? (laughs) I love it.
0: This is is what I mean. My son's gonna be sitting with me every Sunday with his little Vikings onesie when he's born this year. It's gonna be great. Um, But. He, he's a younger guy stepping into a field that honestly he was did not go to school for or anything like that. No, But he was just excited and passionate about doing it. And it was kind of an outside hire. And what he just said is, he just said, I just ask questions. He said, I, This is all I do. He said, I'll, I'll come into here. And he said, This is since I've gotten into the building, I've asked questions. And he said, I, "Like He's coming in as the general manager. I mean, besides the owners, he's the, he's the next guy yeah, up. Yeah. And yet, all he does, and he said, This is how I've done it every place that I've gone to, is he said, I will just continue to ask questions. He said, I understand a brilliant, brilliant man. I understand the ability to learn, my ability to evolve. It's just going to be through asking questions. And yeah, I think that's so key is making sure, you know, our pride doesn't get us to a place where we're thinking, oh, I've got it all figured out is just asking the most random basic questions of oh, why do you do that? Or why why do it this way? Or what's the point for this? Even if you don't, you know, intake something that you think, oh, I'm going to actively apply this to your life. Yeah. It's going to be useful and helpful. Absolutely. Regardless. I remember when I went to do my internship, um, I remember dad dad, I was trying to like break down everything that I was learning and trying to figure it all out. And dad very, very wisely told me, he said, Arden, he said, I want you to think about all the things that you are going to be learning from taking away. But he said, also look at all the things that you don't want to do in the future. Like think about, you know, see the situations from a different perspective. And he said, learn from those things rather than just being, Hey, that was a bad situation. Throw it away. He said, no, there's something to learn from that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good, man. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, uh, let me, let me ask you this last question and then we can close out, but I want to make sure that people don't, don't, um, take all this information and do like, Hey, that's really great. That (laughs) sounds great that I'm going to apply it to my life, but then they don't actively apply it. So what's, what's kind of a step that you would give people to try to begin to start, you know, one, maybe put in that vision to practice or just really start investing into themselves.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, if people have a vision of what they want to become, and again, when I say what they want to become, I'm not talking about like what they're doing 30 years from now, 40 years from now, 20 years from now. I'm, like, let's just talk about this year. Like, like, let's talk about where do we want to be at the end of this year. Um, then, then there's one place that you start, which is okay. Let's map out the routines that get us there. And I would just recommend you take, you know, you take a few hours and you do a brain dump and you get everything that's in your conscious mind you get it out and then your subconscious mind will start doing work once you get everything out of your conscious mind and yeah you'll you'll figure you'll figure some stuff out Super super Like, go to the resources things that we talked about you'll know all right like am i more of a courses person like some people they they do much better listening to stuff versus reading stuff like i can't do that if i listen to something i'm not paying attention i have to be reading to pay attention it's just how i am and so figure out what works for you and then do it um However, if you don't have that vision, I would say take schedule time on your like, like carve out some time on your on in your schedule on your calendar and just go like go and be silent, mm-hmm. leave your phone behind, maybe bring like a big whiteboard, maybe bring uh, a journal and just go and be alone with God, be alone with yourself. Solitude is one of the spiritual disciplines. It was one of the spiritual disciplines that Jesus modeled in his life, even though he lived in constant communion with the spirit. Um, he still went away in times of solitude. Just go and get away for a few hours and just see yeah. what God puts on your heart. Yeah, I love that. And, and then go from there. And then once, once you have some ideas and they don't have to be complete. Like, and I think that's, that's where most of us, we get stuck. Is we get stuck because the idea the direction is incomplete Mm -hmm. and we think oh since it's incomplete it's not right and that's just not true it'll always be incomplete always Mm -hmm. you will never fully grasp or understand what god has for you because you're not capable of grasping and understanding what god has for you it's that simple Mm -hmm. and so be faithful with what he reveals to you do something what he reveals to you and i promise you by taking that step you'll get more understanding and you'll get more understanding and more understanding, more understanding. Yeah. I'm doing that right now with our, our group within
0: circles with, I've got 20 people that we do. And I challenged every single one of them. I said, you know, what's, what's one thing that you want to be known for? And like, what's that lasting legacy? And I said, ask them a question. I said, do you feel like right now you would be known for that? Mm. And then I, I asked every single one of them to write down three, routines because we, we went through five-day leader uh, the course by Lyle and I said write down three routines yeah. and I said and then send them to someone else in the group and you two are going to follow up with each other not to yeah. be like hey did you do your routines but to encourage sure. one another and to asks them about that routine and see how they're doing and it's been really cool to see the the growth that's happening in people's lives as they set up these routines where it wasn't something very targeted it was like what's one word that you want to be known by and they understood if i want to be known for my my effect on other people then how do I? How do I? You know, make a greater impact. Well, routine. Maybe I text one more person a day. Maybe I, you know, read uh, or listen to one more sermon so I can get more of the word or read the word more and like things like that. Yeah. Um, that are very practical that they can yeah. begin to start setting up. That, That's good. You know, they can start right away, but. Addison, so thank good, you bro. so much for jumping on. Thank you for interrupting welcome. me. Thank you, you for messing with You're me. Amazing. as we're doing. He's punching me You're as welcome. we're doing this. But uh, I appreciate you setting it out. I yeah. hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode. If you guys are new to the channel, please make sure to leave a like. Um, also leave a comment. Let us know what you guys want us to cover, uh, any topics that you guys want us to go deeper into. We always love hearing from you guys. And until next time, this has been Let's Talk About It with Sons and Daughters.